that he was buying it for the sake of the gospel. Hallelujah. There are people who are buying acres of land. There are people who are even building a house, thinking that they are trying to punish it for themselves. And they do not know that it's for the sake of the ministry. I had a pastor who bought a car. Bought a car, beautiful car. New model of that car. But as soon as he got the car, he started having weak pain. And the pastor prayed and prayed because he believed in divine healing. Nothing happened. Then one of his younger pastors came to visit him and he said, Go and look at that car. And he went and looked at the car. Beautiful car. He loved the car. So I was very excited about the car. And then the senior pastor said, Take the keys of the car. Go with it. But that senior pastor was buying the car. He didn't know that it was for the junior pastor. <laughs> Hallelujah. You look at Jesus, you learn about money. It did not mean that at one point Jesus did not go hungry. We saw when he got to the fig tree, he got hungry at that time because he was hungry. The Bible says he was hungry. It still does not change that all things are yours. <laughs> Paul said, I have learned to obey and abound in whatever space that I am. You need to change your concept about wealth. He said, I have learned to abate and I want to abound. He said, I have more than enough. I'm not asking because of one. He said, I can do all things through Christ who one. Who strengthens me? Kingdom wealth. Hallelujah. It's not a lifestyle change. People will look at you and say, how much does this one have? It's not about a lifestyle change. Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 7. The Lord is speaking to Judah here. He said, when she runs after her lover, she won't be able to catch up with them. She will search for them, but not find them. Then she will think, I might as well return to my husband, that's the Lord, because I was better off with him than I am now. She doesn't realize that it was I who gave her everything she had. The grain, the wine, the olive oil, even the gold and the silver she used in worshipping the God Baal. They are gifts from me. I want you to understand that again. So I read verse 8 again. She doesn't realize that it was I who gave her everything she had. The grain, the wine, the olive oil, even the gold and the silver she used in worshipping the God of Baal. We are gifts from me. Turn your Bibles to Ezekiel 16 verse 16. You use the lovely things I gave you to make shrines for idols, where you carried out your acts of prostitution. Unbelievable. How could such a thing ever happen? You took the very jewels and the gold and silver ornaments I have given you and made statues of men and worshipped them, which is adultery against me. You use the beautifully broidered clothes I gave you to cover your idols. Then you use my oil and incense to worship them. Imagine it. You set before them as a lovely sacrifice. They find flour and oil and honey I have given you, says the Lord. These two scriptures are saying the same. What God was saying is that I was the one who brought you to a land flowing with milk and honey. A land where I said that the gold and the silver in it are plenty. But after I brought you into that land, 
He said, you began to use my gold to craft idols for yourself. You began to use the silver from the same land I have given you to make idols for yourself. The flower that is in the land that grew out of that land, the resource that came out of that land, you used it for idolatry. Meanwhile, I was the one that gave you those things. And the Lord said, that's not prominent. Earlier on from Colossians chapter 3 verse 5, I told you that the Bible says that what? Covetousness is idolatry. I want you to know this morning. What God gives to you, whatever thing He gives to you, is not for your own desire. It's not to gratify desires. You must understand that in the scriptures by now. Those who steal, let them walk with their hands. That they might have to give to those that need. In 1 Thessalonians 2, 4, it was repeated again. That let's study to be quiet. Okay, let's walk with our hands. And let's be able to give to other people. It's a proper teaching in scripture that the reason why you walk is not really to gratify our desire. It's not about a lifestyle change. You can have millions and you can be in a two-bedroom apartment. My wife and I know people who are in that category. If they wanted to stay in Lekki, they would be staying in Lekki. But they have chosen to use the money for something else. I remember the guy who wrote Purpose Driven Life. When they started making their millions, he told the wife, millions in dollars, he told the wife that our lifestyle will not change. The budget of this house will not change. We will use the same thing that we've always used. But our giving to the ministry of Jesus will increase. Our budget for the gospel will increase. That's what we are going to do. It's not about a lifestyle change. I don't pray under the pretense that if God gives me money, I want to spare the gospel. But meanwhile, what is in your heart is really a lifestyle change. God cannot be deceived. I hope you know that. So don't be under false pretenses. This is the reason why a lot of Christians are not receiving the word they should for the sake of the ministry. Because all they are thinking about is that, oh, immediately God bless me now, the next thing is bent. I'm going to change all the clothes in my wardrobe. I'm going to change all my shoes. I'm going to wear to match now. That's what is in their mind. God gave the children of Israel wealth. He said, borrow silver, borrow gold, borrow ornaments from your, from your neighbors, the Egyptians. And the Bible says God gave them favor before their, their neighbors. But to what purpose was that gold for? Before they had opportunity to utilize the gold, what did they start doing with it? They made a golden calf out of the resource that God gave them favor to acquire. Desire, that's what we're talking about. They used what God gave them to gratify desire, not knowing that that gold was supposed to go into the building of God, the tabernacle of God. That money, did they use it to feed themselves? Because God was providing for them, it's right. God was catering for their needs every day, is that alright? Manna was falling every day. They were drinking water from the rock, is that alright? So what was the gold for? Because they didn't buy anything with the gold. The gold was to be given for the tabernacle of the Lord to be built. Realize this, it's littered across all scripture. David said, I have brought out of my own treasure. He was a man of war. All the spoil that David took, he gathered it together and said that he made it available to build the house of God. 
He said, I have of my own proper self set aside so so amount of gold, so so amount of silver, so so amount of bronze for the house of God because I have set my affection upon God. So I have provided it. So it is out of love that we give. That was the lesson that Solomon failed to learn. Solomon did not know that the silver and the gold was devoted to the house of the Lord. So when Solomon saw the gold, when Solomon saw the silver, he began to use it to gratify his desire. Everything in which he did not understand the things that the father understood. The father could have built the biggest house. Is that alright? The gold that Solomon used, where did he get it from? From his father and from the donation. His father could have built the biggest mansion if he had wanted to. But the father constrained himself and chose to live in a public house provided by the citizen and use the resources that he could have used and channeled for his own purposes and separated it to say, use it to build the house of the Lord. That was what Solomon was supposed to do, but his desires. He used it for lifestyle. At the end of the day, he said that, oh, everything is vanity upon what? Upon vanity. What he was saying was not that money is vanity. What he was saying is that if you use money to gratify your desires, your desires will never be satisfied. At the end of the day, you are going to be left empty. Your life will not be fulfilled. So it is vanity upon vanity. Forget those who flaunt money on social media, on Instagram. They live very empty lives. They build mansions for themselves. But in their house, their words echo back to them. They are one of some of the loneliest and miserable people on the planet Earth. Forget what they come to social media to do to flaunt wealth. We are the ones who have borderless wealth, unsearchable riches, uncountable riches. So the Lord spoke to his people and said, You've used what I've given to you, you've used it for your lovers. Confessiousness is idolatry. So when you use what the Lord has given to you for greed, it's as the same as what? You are practicing idolatry. The kingdom wealth is not about lifestyle change. The primary purpose of it is the gospel of Jesus. It's the ministry. Mary kept fragrance. Like any other woman would have kept it for a wedding. She kept fragrance. She would have used it on herself. 300 pounds worth of incense, but she kept it for the Lord. And the Lord said that she has done this for my burial. There's nothing too big to give to God if you know that it was given to you by God. There's nothing too big. So when we give things to God that it seems as if it costs us, it does not really cost us anything. All things come from God. That's what David said. Both riches and honor come from you. It does not really cost you. And if it costs you, what it costs you is your obsession to that thing. To be thankful to God that it costs you your obsession. What it costs you is your obsession to that thing. It does not cost you anything. It was given to you. And you are giving it back to the one who gave it to you. If someone tells you to hold money and you are returning the money back to the person, do you say, ah, it cost me to give it to that person? It does not belong to you, person. If it costs you anything, it's your what? Your obsession to that thing. That's what it's going to cost you. So it's not news when we are generous to God. It's our duty to be generous to Him. Hallelujah. Take a stand this morning and realize 
what kingdom wealth is about, what prosperity is about. It's not self-aggrandizement. It's not the acquisition of all things. It is access to resources for the sake of Jesus and his gospel as that when you, the Lord bless you and keep you and give you understanding in what you just had this morning. Give you deep understanding, full understanding, comprehensive insight into the ways of the Lord. That you will understand that all things are yours. All things have been freely given to you. That you will grow in that knowledge. That you will move from the position of lack mentality to a position of supply. That your heart will be steadfast and sure that you have nothing missing in your life. You are complete in Christ. Both in material needs and spiritual, you are complete in Christ. Because in Christ dwells the fullness of the Godhead body. Take up your hands and praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more from Ten Divine Ministries. You can download more messages from our Telegram channel via the link c.ma forward slash tvm media. For inquiries and partnerships, please send a mail to cwineministry77 at gmail.com or call 0708 Thank you and God bless you.